What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. Hey, John Lim here. We've got a great episode today. We're moving forward with Lane Kawaoka. He's a city project engineer and co-owner of MPFE Investments, which focuses on value-add multifamily apartments. He is also the manager of the Simple Passive Cashflow Fund. Lane has created an online learning hub for real estate investing and hosts the podcast Simple Passive Cashflow. How are you today, Lane? I'm perfect, John. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah, good morning to you. Hey, Lane, I've got to start off by uh, complimenting you on your podcast. I've listened to a few episodes, and I love that you sing the opening to your show. I mean, did you come up with that? Uh, yeah, you know, I did. I did. I, I wanted to kind of keep it uh, a little down to earth because, you know, most real estate guys, they come on with this big suit and, you know, tell yeah. you that they own a thousand gazillion units. And, you know, it's just like, I'm all about getting the the regular guy into this and yeah. you know, not making it go over your head. Yeah, I know it's great. It definitely it definitely kind of grabs you from the outset, and it just makes just makes you seem that much more approachable. So, uh, Lane, I'm just going to start out. I mean, tell us what is your big why, and give us a little background as to what it is you do and how you got there. Yeah, so I mean, my big why today is to get people out of the uh, the stock market and Wall Street dogma that's sort mm-hmm. of like a wall, a roller coaster. And uh, a lot of corruption in there these days and get people into Main Street investments that have higher and safer returns that, you know, people understand and it's brick and mortar. Because I feel like the, you know, all the institutions are just taking people's retirement funds and without people knowing it, you know, people are just blindly going what their financial planner is telling them to do. Yeah. And, and Lane, how did you kind of, what was your background in getting into real estate investing? I mean, how did you discover this? What was kind of your process and your journey? Yeah, so I, I was following that linear path that a lot of us follow. And I think you, you and I were talking. And, <laughs> yes. You know, that linear path of go to, go to school, get a good job, uh, you know, study hard, be a good boy or girl. And, um, you know, I did that and I you know, got my first job and I, as an engineer and uh, saved up to buy a primary residence, and I did that, and that was where I my uh, my one thing that happened where I just started to rent my home out, and just saw the uh, you know I was renting it out for twenty two hundred, and the rent or the mortgage was sixteen hundred, and there was that nice little delta between the two, and that was pretty nice beer money for a young twenty year old kid. Yeah, yeah, and and what. What was the uh, impetus for you to make that first rental, to to see your apartment as an asset as opposed to just a place where you're living? That was just pure dumb luck. Uh, <laughs> I was, at the time, I was, you know, as an engineer, I was a construction engineer in one of those newbie jobs that really suck. And mm-hmm. they send you all over the place and you're traveling all the time. So, you know, I bought this nice house. It was an A-class uh, home in Seattle. And I was never home, so I just figured, well, why don't I just, uh, why do just rent this thing out since I'm only home one day a week? And and you know, I, I did the math, and I it seemed right, yeah, like, and, like it was okay. And <laughs> and what was your experience renting that out? I mean, uh, had you had any sort of experience doing something like that before? Did you have family members who were in real estate, or was this kind of your first time doing everything? This is the first time, and my my relatives were not entrepreneurs. They're very uh, you know educated and mm-hmm. you know, follow that linear path like how I did. And 
a lot of them said, you know, you don't want to do that. Ten- tenants, termites, and toilets. You right, know, gonna, right. They're going to screw up the house. You know, don't do that. But, uh, you know, I, I, I just saw it as, you know, that, that initial cash flow in the beginning. And I was just like, well, let me try this out and see how it, how it went. And, you know, once it worked for a few months, I was like, whoa, I got to get more. Uh, I saw the exit. I quickly saw the exit. I was like, I just got to get a few more of these things. And uh, then I'm them out of the rat race. Yeah, I don't know. That's great. And and so it sounds like just from that first experience, you were able to see something much bigger out of this. I know that some people, you know, they may rent out their apartment and it's just kind of nice for, you know, having some extra cushion or pocket change. But it sounds like for you, this was a turning point in terms of your whole future. And so uh, what was your next step after that? Yeah, so I just devoured the podcasts and the books after that. And then I really got lot more sophisticated and I realized a way a lot of people do this real estate investing is wrong uh, a lot of mom and pa investors just not doing it the right way not leveraging all the online tools the uh, the networking and the um, you know just buying the wrong investments you know like in you know my my podcast and website it's called simple passive cash flow and the cash flow is the key yeah you know if you're if your mortgage is less than your uh or, or more than your rents, than or less than your rents. Uh, you know that's just not cash flowing. You need to have a huge buffer, and there's a lot of rules like the fifty percent rule, where the uh, mortgage needs to be like less than fifty percent of your what you bring home, because a lot of the expenses are going to come your way. And I, you know, just quick off the bat, if you rent your home for you know twenty two hundred in that case, you're going to take away ten percent for maintenance, another ten percent. Mm-hmm. For capital expenditures, another ten percent for property management because you know you want to have a professional doing right, this. You don't want right. to be you know creating another job for yourself, and another five to ten percent for vacancy and and uh, other oopsies that's going to happen. And you know, as you can see, that dwindles that rent away, and a lot of people are just. You know, they're just not underwriting these deals properly. Yeah. No, and I'm so glad you you broke it down very nicely for our listeners. So, Lane, you mentioned when you were getting into this, I think it's great. You mentioned a resource. Even before books, you mentioned podcasts. So share a little bit about that. I mean, uh, had you been listening to podcasts before or did you start digging into them? I mean, what led you to seeing podcasts as a great resource for learning more about this business model? Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day that, you know, the podcasts are probably the, the biggest thing that's propelled me forward. <laughs> I think I started devouring the podcast maybe about 2011, okay. 2012 yeah. for the real estate. But prior to that, you know, 2009, I was listening to, uh, I think it was like Paleo Dialed and CrossFit. I was listening to a lot of those type <laughs> of podcasts. It's amazing podcast. how many podcasts there are for so many different, I, I mean, you know, topics, like anything yeah. you can think of. Yeah. Yeah. So so micro uh, focus these days. A lot of these channels, and, and I love it. And and you know, like the paleo diet, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I don't do CrossFit anymore. But like you know, the real estate stuff is stuck. Yeah. And uh, you know, I still listen to a lot of other podcast topics. And um, you know, I just fell in love with the the format. That's kind of why I did mine. And it's been a huge game changer for my life. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's something that I talk about a lot with Moving Forward listeners. Lane, I mean, you talked about your mission and your big why is to help steer people in the right direction when it comes to being smart with their money. And uh, what do you think is the biggest challenge you face today in achieving your goal? You know, I think there's a lot of uh, people that are just uh, not 
don't want to take the next step mm -hmm. and they're just kind of ostriching their head in the sand with their current investment situation. I mean, there's like so much money in Wall Street and, you know, there's just all this dogma about, you know, put your money in the 401k. But the 401k was this engineered product that was the child of the 80s and 90s that yes. wasn't popular, proper, um, wasn't popular before that. And, but, but people are like, you know, I'm just going to follow my financial planner or I'm just going to go with these low index mutual funds and I'm going to, you know, that's my retirement. Yeah. And where are you in tackling this challenge? I mean, I know you've created a, a great online uh, learning hub and you're doing a podcast. So where would you say you are in terms of educating your clients or potential clients? And, and what are some of the things that you're doing in 2018 to kind of work through that challenge, that barrier? You know, I'm. You know, the website is is there. I've I've kind of created enough content where if you want to buy a, a single family home or you want to kind of take the next step, like hi, I have two larger multi families. Uh, you know, everything's kind of on my website for free. And but you know, I'm always 2018. Of course, I'm always going to be tweaking it, making it a little more clear, more concise for the the new person to just jump right into the start meet start here page. But you know, it's it's the marketing for that late. Tent, uh, latent investor that you know, I think still think 99% of investors aren't thinking of these alternative investments, and it's kind of sad that it's called alternative investments because, I mean, it's real estate, it's it's brick and mortar. This is stuff that they were investing in first before all these these uh, paper assets came about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's great that you're you're providing such a picture for your potential clients. And I mean, Lane, one of the things that I think a lot of traditional entrepreneurs may be, you know, kind of wary of is, um, you know, this whole idea of podcasts and creating an online hub. I mean, giving away information for free. I mean, kind of talk a little bit about how that's really been. And you mentioned it was a real game changer for you. Talk about how it's been a game changer for you. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really quite figured out how to monetize the podcast. I yeah. mean, I just kind of <laughs> put it all. out there. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just kind of figured just to put the content out there. And, you know, what's been amazing about 18 months ago when I, you know, six months after starting the podcast, getting these emails back and saying like, hey, I checked your podcast out and like I did this, I did that, like you said. And like now like I pick up these first few rentals. And like those are like the the things that kind of move me forward, and just I mean I'll work for free with stuff like that. I mean, to change people's lives, that's that's pretty powerful stuff. Absolutely, and I, I think that's it's really important that you have a clear vision of your big why and who it is you're serving. I think that's really important. Well, Lane, thank you for sharing that. Are you ready for the knowledge burst session? Sure. All right. Excited to have you on the show, Lane. I'm going to ask you, I mean, we're in 2018 and, um, you know, as you know, the show is called Moving Forward. And, you know, my listeners, I, I like to think of them as the people who are where I used to be, you know, working in the corporate world. And maybe they're not happy in their jobs. And they follow that linear path. I did for a long time as well. And some people may be curious about how do I kind of explore or dip the toe in the water for creating more income for my life. So what would you say for 2018 is your best tip for starting out with passive income, especially if you're just a noob and you don't know anything about it? So I'd say the first thing is, you know, read a couple books. Uh, I've got a little short list of four books on my website. Um, you know, one of them is The Millionaire Real Estate Investor by Gary Keller. Uh, mm -hmm. Great, 
great introduction to a lot of the uh, fundamentals of real estate. I think he investing. also wrote the one thing, right? I mean, that was right, yeah. right. I'm gonna have pretty excited. I'm gonna have Jay Papasan on the podcast. Oh, soon. awesome! Wow, very cool. But yeah, and you know, and that that's so important to have that one thing. After you get that, the basics. I'm a big proponent of stop screwing around and and reading and start doing. You know, yeah. I follow that seventy twenty ten rule. The 10% is the academics. That's the reading the books. The 20% is talking to other people. But 70% is just doing it. And if you kind of backwards engineer what I did, I mean, I just did it, right? Yeah. Like the first rental kind of sucked as an investment in terms of numbers, but it got me started. And it was, it's all the learning thing. Getting, yeah. that, getting that time down, you know, getting started quicker is the most important Lane, let me ask you this. I mean, I'm going to go a little more specifically into real estate. So I have had friends and uh, even business partners who've had experience, you know, renting out uh, units, you know, either condos or, you know, apartment units. And, you know, and they tell me, oh, you know, I had this nightmare of of a tenant and I don't think I'll ever do that again. What would you say to that person? in terms of maybe the way they approached it or what would be your advice in rethinking about trying real estate again? I guess the first thing is you got to use a professional property management. Yeah, uh, you know, a third party to do your stuff for you. If if you don't have enough money to pay them, well, your numbers are messed up. You don't have enough. And I think a lot of a lot of people they're working with the guys from the big brokerage houses, you know, the big household names, and they're going to property management to those places. But what you don't realize is you're getting the yahoos that can't even sell houses. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't want those guys doing the uh, the the hard work and the uh, the you know, the, the tricky work of managing people living in houses for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, always go off of referrals. Yeah. And do you have a, uh, do, do you have one tip that you can share with our listeners on how to look for a good property management, uh, company or, uh, platform? Yeah, I would always go off referrals. Um, you know, biggerpockets.com is a great, uh, resource. Uh, I wouldn't, you know, use all the information on the website, you know, take it for a grain of salt, like I said, but you know, I've cr- created a, um, a secret Facebook group with a lot of people investing in a lot of these places that, that I recommend as cash flow towns. And, uh, you know, we kind of stick together and we say, you know, hey, who's, who's, use, who's using a, a property management in Kansas City? Who are you guys using? You know, we'll kind of stick together. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that's that's part of that networking piece. And I, I'm so glad you mentioned that, Lane, because that's another aspect of doing research. I mean, you mentioned podcasts earlier, but I think Facebook groups so powerful because you're connecting with people who are like you and getting kind of that real feedback from others who are trying to achieve the same goals that you are. So I think that's that's a really great resource that you mentioned as well. And Lane. Tell us and tell our listeners, what is one small activity or choice that you're going to make today to move forward? I think I'm going to get more uh, direct. You know, obviously, I'm, I've got that shiny object syndrome where I, I do one thing and I do another thing and I, I don't really get anywhere. I find a lot of times. But to figure out what's that one thing I need to get done every day yeah. and just get that done at the very least. Yeah, What's I, that one thing that's going to propel me forward? I, I have the same problem, Lane, and, and I think that's a challenge that a lot of us face. So great, great share. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. 
Lane, are you ready to do a little time travel? Sure thing. All right. We're going to step into a time machine. We're going to travel about five years ahead from now, and you're going to meet your future self. Tell us about Lane in five years. I think I'm just going to keep steadily uh, growing the unit count. Um, I've, I've kind of done more syndications these days as opposed to the, the single family homes, but uh, also for looking for different you, investments out. Yeah. Oh, and for our listeners, can you define what a syndication is? Oh, sorry. Yeah. So a syndication is a uh, group of investors going in on a larger project. So the, uh, the analogy I like to use is an airplane. The, uh, the syndication of the people in the cockpit are the syndication leads. The, uh, these are the general partners, if you call and they find the the apartment, for example. They they find the lending. They operate it. They uh, do make all the changes. They find the investors, and the uh, the passive investors come in and coach, and they just pay for the uh, the down payment a lot of times, and they just sit back and coach and go to sleep and just collect their checks. <laughs> so it's a it's a little bit of different kind of arrangement where yeah. the uh, everybody's if the plane crashes, everybody dies. Uh, yeah. So, so everyone, it sounds together. like you have your, your accountability there. So it, I'm sorry, tell us a little bit more about Lane in five years. So it sounds like syndication, scaling it up. Wh- what else can we see about Lane in five years? Yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm, I'm going to be kind of hitting my uh, critical mass point and I, I'm probably going to be putting this thing in cruise control at some point in the next five years. Oh, I don't know what that looks like, um, but like trying to figure out trying to define my big why and, and what kind of uh, life I'd like to define, you know, like I moved, I recently moved back home to Hawaii a couple of months ago. And, um, you know, that, that was all part of creating, you know, starting with the end in mind, you know, where did I want to live? What did I want to kind of lifestyle I wanted to create out? So I'm going to be further defining that and, and making that happen. Oh, fantastic. Well, Lane, how can our listeners connect with you and learn about all the great work that you're doing? Yeah, you can come back to uh, simplepassivecashflow.com. Uh, the podcast is Simple Passive Cashflow. Uh, if they go back to my website, sign up for my newsletter, you can get access to a lot of uh, goodies I've got at my Google Drive, a uh, bunch of spreadsheets, PDFs, all kinds of things. And I'm always looking to uh, talk to investors. Lane at simplepassivecashflow.com. Oh, fantastic. We'll have all of that on the write-up. Well, Lane, I would love to have you close out the show. So share some parting wisdom so that our listeners can move forward. You know, we talked a little bit about networking. Uh, I, would, I always tell people, don't be an asshole. Not a, that'd be an A-S-8-K hole. You know, a lot of people, they, they do this networking the wrong way. You know, they'll call up people, you know, ex-guests that you have or, or um, you know, real estate, local real estate investors. And you just hit them with the question trains. They just take, take, take information. And it's just the total wrong way of doing because that's what everybody does. If you want something different, you want somebody to actually help you. You've got to help them first because inherently they've got – they don't need your help. Right. <laughs> you know, you're the one who needs to add value first. Yes. I think that's great advice. Lane, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. I know there's a time difference and it's early morning over in Hawaii. But I want to thank you so much for joining us today, for sharing your story and some great knowledge bursts so that our listeners can move forward. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me, John. And Moving Forward listeners, check it out one more time, bemovingforward.com. You can follow us on social at bemovingforward on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. Have a great week, and remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. 
Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.